Forget traditional. Let's get wild. Yellowbird Hot Sauce is wildly unmannered, just like this podcast. It's great. It's not watered down. They use fresh ingredients. They use juicy fruits. Yellowbird, fresh flavor with a heavy heat wave, and now official hot sauce sponsor of Rounding Down. Food & Wine called Yellowbird's Habanero Sauce the perfect pairing for sweet and salty foods, and I'd have to say I agree. That's a publication that only talks about two things, food and wine. Thrilla said Yellowbird has a portfolio of sauces to choose from. Keep your taste buds ready. And that's true. Yellowbird's got, of course, their traditional habanero sauce, which is excellent. They make a sriracha sauce, a serrano pepper sauce. I love serrano peppers. Got to try that one. A jalapeno sauce and a ghost pepper sauce. Ooh, scary. Get your hands on some Yellowbird. And if you want to get a Yellowbird for free, at Yellowbird and Rounding Down on Twitter and use hashtag roundbird and say, I'm a cute little roundbird and I want a free hot sauce. And you will receive a free bottle. You have to also send us your address. Yellowbird. Fresh flavor. The heavy heat wave. Welcome to Rounding Down, the only outlaw tough person, bad person podcast that dares to ask what is good and what is bad. I'm Chid, the outlaw tough person, bad person in question, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host, a man who will borrow paintbrushes from you, paint his whole damn house, and then return them without cleaning them satisfactorily, forcing you to send him a snippy text message back saying, do better, it's Saifietti. Hi, Chid, I haven't talked to you in fucking forever. I know, man. I heard your voice the other day, uh, but it, we didn't actually converse at all. I just heard your voice and then trolled you on the internet, which is fun. Uh, how you doing? I'm great. I'm uh, I'm coming to you live from my now quiet home. Wow! 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 It's yeah, the first time I'm recording at my house. I also don't hear anyone screaming, so you've I assume you put the MDF in and you can't. You know <laughs> the the people you're torturing in your basement. It's it's all quiet. Well. I have a shed outside, so I'm able to keep... Uh, yeah, with that the, old rusty chainsaw that you sent me a picture of. Yeah. Love that I saw used a sawzall did. yesterday for the first time. Ooh, how was it? Uh, it was very shaky. I had to put what I was cutting in the fence because I couldn't I couldn't hold it and sawzall it at the same time. Yeah. Uh, one thing you'll learn about using any like power saw tool is... Uh, be careful. They're really not intended for like small pieces of wood or things. They will fuck you up. Yeah. So we got rid of some, some like standing blinds. So I had to, in order to get the recycling uh, guys to take it, I have to basically cut everything in half and put it, fit it in the recycling bin. Because if it, if it, if the bin even like is a little bit above where it's supposed to be, they won't take it, which is. Very cool dumb. town. Great, 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 great. I guess when I gave you some pointers on what to look for in a home, I forgot to give you the pointer of make sure your DPW isn't run by fucking dipshits. Yeah, I, uh, you know, <laughs> I was like, oh man, I, I should Google DPW before I move, but I didn't. So. I mean, that is a thing to look for, I guess, because you can't like you can change a lot of things about a house, but if your DPW sucks shit and like they don't regularly pick up trash or they have weird you know regulations or whatever can't really change that i wouldn't say their regulations are weird there i just wasn't used to the way that they do things here so basically yeah. like the week we moved we had 
a fuck ton of like boxes and stuff. And I, I broke down some of them, but I didn't break down others. And I basically like put them next to the recycling bin. And rather than taking the stuff in the recycling bin, they saw non broken down boxes and they just didn't take anything. And I was yeah, like, that's oh, that's shit. All right. They could have just taken the bin and been like, well, that's what, that's what I was thinking would happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause like I wasn't sure of the regulation as far as breaking down boxes was concerned and stuff like that. So I was like, they'll at least take the bin. And then I'll figure out, you know, the rest of it after. And they didn't take anything. And I was like, oh, okay. So, uh, then I, what I basically did was I, I took a bunch of shit and I put it in the, in trash bags because I knew the trash people would take it. And then I broke down the boxes just to experiment to see what they would take and what they wouldn't take. So, yeah. That, that's, you, uh, gotta get yourself a, uh, a fire pit or something for, well, you probably won't need one anytime soon. All yeah. I can say we, is- so we were given a fire pit for Christmas, but I don't think it's big enough to burn a body. I mean, boxes. Mm-hmm. Well, you can break down boxes any which way. But yeah, we, after Christmas, had so many, uh, we had like so much wrapping paper and so just uh, way more stuff than we could ever fit in our gigantic recycle bin. And our, our DPW is weird, but not that aggressive. And um, so, yeah, I just grabbed all the cardboard so the fire pit that you got your wife for christmas instead of using it uh you know for for fires and family gatherings you're just using it to burn your trash yeah yeah we're just burning trash (laughs) we're burning paper uh but yeah it's a dual purpose thing it's now just a giant ash can full of uh cardboard ash so there you go yeah uh anyway yeah we haven't spoken in a long time it's been a, how how were your holidays Sai? they were good uh very hectic uh i would never suggest buying a house uh right before christmas and the holidays but um we we i guess it helped us p- push through the holidays because the holidays seemed minimal in comparison to what we had going on so all the normal holiday stress was a little bit uh a little bit less it was kind of muted you know because we were dealing with all the the moving stuff so yeah you're all painted and everything. The house is good. Yeah. Yeah. We're painted the, the Saturday that we moved in. Uh, we had some water damage, so I had to have them come look at my roof. Uh, and that was really a nice treat. And they, they do say that the second you move in, that's when the problems start and you start spending money. But, uh, it's true. It's like as soon as you drive that house off the lot, it becomes worth half of what you paid for it. Yep. That's yep. I drove say. it off the lot and the, the dealership, the guy followed me to my car and he told me <laughs> that I wasn't better than him. You're not better than me. No. You're not better than me just cause you bought this house that you drove off the lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, I mean, listen, we had a similar experience, not within the first day of owning our house or the first week, but uh, we had a leak within the first nine months of having this house, literally right above our bed in the in the, <laughs> in the bedroom, and uh, it happened like when there was probably an ice dam up there or something. Yeah, and, that's know, like, what happened to us too. And uh, and you know the snow started. There was like one really warm day, and everything melted. And it just was a fucking just like a constant drip leak at like the foot of the bed. I was uh, uh, and it like woke us up in the middle of the night. We we're fucking like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Oh, it's just the house settling. It's new house yeah, sounds that I'm getting used to. So, you know, a couple grand later for roof repairs and everything was fine. Yeah. Well, basically, like, what was so frustrating about it was, like, we we closed on the house at the beginning of the month and our lease wasn't up at our apartment until the end of the month. So what I was doing was basically, like, I didn't take a bunch of time off of work. I was yeah. working a full day and then I'd 
you know, make a run after work with this, all the stuff in a, in an SUV. And then we had one day planned where we got a U-Haul and we were moving all the big shit. So we got that done. We did our one U-Haul run and everything was moved in. And then we went through the whole, like driving the U-Haul back to the town that we were living in before and then drove back to the house. And like, that's when we saw the, the leak. And I was just like, we literally just accomplished like, you know, a, are the biggest move of our lives and then i was like you gotta be kidding me yeah it's it sucks man i mean that's the thing it's like inspections don't you know did your inspector go on the roof or did no just so that so that's what that's where i sorry you for know. assuming your inspector was not female i i said he uh but you know I, my I know inspector my family. inspector identified as male yeah that's um, typically the case especially where you live yeah rhode island tough guys here mm-hmm. uh but yeah, so he, he like showed us pictures. He's like, Oh yeah, I got these satellite pictures of your roof. The roof looks good. <laughs> and I was like, uh, not knowing anything about home inspections. I was like, Oh yeah, that, I guess that's what they do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I came with binoculars and was like, eh, it looks like it's just some, it needs some repairs a little bit, but like, you know, it'll last you five yeah. to seven years. So we're like, well, we, well, for the most part, most of our house, we have a newer roof. So that's not the issue. It's, there's this one part of our house that is clearly an extension that happened. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it's, uh, it's like a first floor roof. So basically yeah. like we have two floors, but there's one section of the house that kind of juts out. Yeah. And that is not a newer roof and it's a rubber roof. Yeah. That's what our same thing. Ours is also a rubber roof. I think that those are especially prone to ice dams. And also if people don't install them correctly, yep. they have like little nail holes and shit. In them. Yeah, exactly. So we had a, a family friend who's a roofer come, come by just to take a look and tell us what our best options would be. And he's like, first of all, they use the cheapest possible roof rubber that they could use you can see like the grade right there because like it's written on the rubber or whatever and they're like this like lasts seven to ten years he's like typical rubber roof like when you're putting that stuff in some of them last like 40 years but like you have to like spend the money to do it and he's like also they they like put the you know the shielding you know in incorrectly so like there's a like the, it's clear that it was just like a rush job and they used cheap materials and they didn't flashing just flat, that's what i was that's the word i was looking yes. for yeah thank you um you know me i, I can't do words no uh, I, I, listen I'm going through the same thing as you i've i've heard the word flashing and also seen an invoice flash before my eyes asking for twelve hundred dollars <laughs> yeah so uh what he basically did was uh he did some caulking for us uh around the chimney area where you know i could tell that was a problem area because that's where the water came in uh so he he's like it'll hold water he's like you should probably replace it soon and uh i was like okay you know and i was planning i was like can i get away with wait until the spring to replace it and he's like yeah and then a couple hours later he texted me and i guess this is where the benefit of you know having a family friend take a look at it was he's like i've been thinking about it he's like you could probably get away with a couple of years out of that and i was like i don't think we'll wait that long but it's you know a little bit comforting to know that we don't have to necessarily rush into replacing it mm-hmm. how much do you value the stuff under that part of well it's my office so Um, not that much is what you're saying no i mean some of like i paid for a lot of my office equipment like i the the monitors that i have for my office stuff like i bought them myself because the monitors that i had center two monitors what do you have two monitors four monitors what do you got a command center in there (laughs) yeah i have a have you ever seen star wars listen to this guy he's (laughs) on the fucking starship enterprise with his six monitor setup 
Yep. No, I mean, I bought myself monitors because I had the intention of, you know, participating in this podcast with you and doing some some creative endeavors. You had the intention of it, but what happened to that intention, Sai? Tell me what happened to that intention. You beat me down into submission where I don't want to do it anymore. What? <laughs> if I beat you down into submission, it'll be like the excellence of execu- ex- execution, <laughs> Brett, the Hitman Heart. And I'll be the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. I'll get you in the sharpshooter and your legs will break. As long as you don't Chris Benoit me, I guess we're good. Ooh, that's rough. I yeah. I've never heard of him. I haven't seen any of his matches. Uh, <laughs> it's almost like he was a memory holder erased from history. It's weird that they, yeah, they completely erased him from the WWE network. Shit, I've been watching wrestling. What? Really? WWE yeah. or AEW? No, no AEW. New, New Japan? No, AEW. You've been watching AEW? Yeah, since uh, for the month of December and January, I've been watching it. And? I think I like that now um i i was a big wcw guy i didn't like wwf i was always a wcw guy and then when wcw died i uh you know now wwf owns all the rights to it wwe rather uh i find the aew is very similar to wcw it's even on the same network yeah you didn't get into tna when no no but i i I feel like i probably would have enjoyed that too i don't know if anyone enjoyed that Uh, but (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, good for you, man. I had every intention of looking at that at some point, like when AEW first launched, I was like, well, I like that they've hired a lot of people to do creative and it's not run by a sociopath named Vince right. Man. And, uh, you know, it, and it seemed like they had a lot of cast offs that were talented, but obviously on a way over, over stuffed roster in WWE where people yeah. get a lot of time. Um, I, so the, I pro- kind of the product, the product, the uh, product AEW is putting out is like I, seems, I know Raw has all the money, but the the product is far better. Like even the wrestling is better. Yeah, so that was the thing. I kind of was like, oh, I haven't watched wrestling in you know, I haven't watched truly watched wrestling since like two thousand. Yeah, same. So I was like, eh, maybe I'll get into this AEW thing, and then honestly, I just haven't. I I'm just still at a juncture in my life where I don't think I have time for any to add like any other sports or any other sports yeah. entertainment to my weekly routine, unfortunately. Chid, my wife has a question for you. Sure. Uh, she wanted to know, she's like, if you had to choose uh, whether you had to fight a pack of wolves or like the most dangerous bear, just one bear versus a pack of wolves or a pack of wolves, which would you fight and what would be your weapon of choice? Hmm, that's a great question. Uh, of course, uh, I would die if I fought either of those. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a terrible hypothetical in that sense. But let's just play along with it. Uh, I would fight the pack of wolves because my big yeasty dick, I could just swing around <laughs> and like hit them all in the face with it. And uh, and I think a lot of those wolves would be uh, quite upset. See, I want to ask and see how your yeasty dick's doing, but I know that none of this is going to come out sequentially, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, we're only like three episodes away, so it's it's not that far into the future. This will be out at the beginning of February, probably. Um it's doing a little better. I so the to full disclosure, uh, we recorded that BYD episode like in ugh, early December, probably, and uh, it, unfortunately, it's we're now here on January thirteenth as of recording time, and I was given like a, a month's worth of ointment to to put on it, and that did not have the desired effect, so I had to go back to the doctor and then start taking a pill. Which thank you for reminding me, I have to take one of them tonight. I have to take a once weekly pill, which is like truly the most, um, from is what I've like read really about this big? pill, it's, it's big, but, and I guess it like, it takes like, it's like 72 to whatever, 96 hours, uh, of it, like, remo- and it basically just removes all of the yeast from your body. 
Huh. Um, so I've already taken two of them. I have two more to take. And my doctor was like, yeah, take all four of them. Take them over the course of a month. You should be fine after that. Um, you but yeah, it's a difference. It uh, it feels better. Yeah. I, to some degree, I, I haven't had the same pain. Although w- the weird thing that happened last week was I was taking them on Thursdays. And then I it was like last Thursday. And I was like, why is my dick starting to hurt again? And then I was like, oh, it's Thursday. I have to take the pill again. So I'm going <laughs> to take it tonight and keep them, you know, seven days apart and not eight days apart. It's funny sense. because I found myself saying, why is my dick starting to hurt again? But I don't have a yeasty dick. So <laughs> well, it's really been a fucking treat, man. I, uh, I, I it's. I, it sucks. It's really not fun for so many reasons, and uh, and it it's hard to uh, put into words how uncomfortable and uh, I know gross you're, it makes you feel. I know you're not having a good time with it, and not that I expected you to have a good time with it, but I got to tell you, the response to your yeasty dick that you've been getting on the internet has truly, truly helped me through these past couple weeks, which have been well, tough. That's good. I've been trying to help people and let them know that, like, you know, there's a lot of bad things happening in the world right now. Obviously, COVID-19 still rages on uh, and more people are getting in and dying than ever in this country and around the world. Um, there's also, you know, uh, an attempt to uh, do a coup to remove the uh, – to basically take over this country by Wait, the city what? president. Yeah, I don't know if you've kept up with the news, but that was about a week ago. Huh. Um, so, you know, there's lots of, like, bad things going on in the world right now. Uh, but my yeasty dick, which is also very bad, is providing the levity that I think a lot of people need <laughs> to get through these uh, these difficult days. You are you, you are a giver, Chid. Mm, that's, that's true. Um, and uh, unfortunately, uh, I would be um, giving people a yeast infection if I were to have any sexual contact with them right now. Oh. Yeah. I don't think you should have sex right now. I'm not a doctor, but I'm I'm going to say that you should stay away from having sex. Even though even though after getting your yeasty dick you refuse to stop working out. Yeah, well, I can't stop working out. And that to be put it more frankly, actually, you know, we should probably uh, introduce our guest. Today's guest is the co-host of this show. He's here and we don't have another guest. It's it he's here to talk about what's going on in our lives since we haven't really spoken in about a month. It's Sai Fietti. Hey, Chid. Thanks for having me on the show again. I appreciate it. <laughs> so this is just a me and Sai episode. Uh, the last time we did this, where it was just you and I, was um, uh, we did the Uncut Men's episode like we in did. June, I think. Yeah, and then before that. So basically every six months. we Yeah, did. we do one about every six months. Before that, it was in Las Vegas where we did one with just you. Yep. Even though we're in different rooms. Yes. And we were there a year ago, like a year ago this weekend. Really? Yeah. I know because it was uh, the same. um, It was not the wild card weekend. It was the divisional uh, playoffs weekend. Yeah, it was the weekend right before your birthday. Yep. Yes. So it's literally like a a year ago this week. And uh, yeah, and the national title game, the college football national championship game was a week later last year because uh, I won money on uh, LSU because I thought that was a walk and it certainly was. Anyway, um, yeah, well, listen, man, that hundred bucks I won there that really made up for the, as you recall, the like 300 I had lost (laughs) to that point playing blackjack. Well, if it makes you feel better, I lost way more money than you. Yeah, you did. Uh, you were up though. Like, that was, was the thing that was hysterical. Is you uh, you have a problem where you don't know when to walk away. I'm not going <laughs> no. to Las Vegas with you again. I'm I'm not just what? not going to do that. Just because I I don't think you're. I'm not a good influence on you. Uh, and also, like, Chid, I had 
I had a great time with you. The two times we've gone to Las Vegas, and I really would like to go there again with you. And it's hurtful that you don't want to go. I I don't want to go with you. Here's why: you don't know when to walk away, and (laughs) no matter how many times I was like, like you were playing slots and winning, like you won like six hundred bucks on slots at one point or something. (laughs) True or false? True. I think a couple times you hit pretty big on slots, and I was like, how the fuck are you winning at slots? No one wins at slots. And like, if had you just like been like, ah, I'm only going to gamble 50 more bucks tonight or whatever, any of those times, you would have left with like probably plus five, six, seven hundred, probably. Yeah, you did not do that, and uh, and it was uh, rough. It was rough. There were quite a few nights where I was like, oh, I'm not chasing. I've already lost my hundred bucks tonight or whatever. I'm done, and I would just sit and watch you play slots for an hour. <laughs> you have you have a much stronger will than me, though. Like I'm just like, oh, I you know I'm chasing all the time. Always yeah, chasing, chase. chasing chase. additional sandwiches. Ch- you know, I just well, I'm chasing lots of things, but not money. That's one thing that I know. Like mm, you can't chase it; it doesn't work out. I've I've done it. I did it when I was young enough times to know that it doesn't. So well, uh, as an expert gambler, uh, user of the Martingale system, <laughs> I know that uh, you do, you can't chase. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, I, I think that, you know, I'm in a, a place now where I have to be a lot more fiscally responsible than I did at that time. So mm, I think the next you're time. You're Republican we, now. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but I, I think that if we were to go again, you wouldn't have to worry that much now that I have a, a mortgage and, and car payments. So you'd be less fun is what you're saying. So now you'd be more concerned about money. So I'd be like, <laughs> let's go do this. And you'd be like, nah, I don't have the money for that. No, no, I've been, I've been spending money. Uh, you know what happened last year that I think we should talk about that hasn't been discussed on this podcast yet is we went to uh, – <laughs> you said I could talk about it on the podcast, and I didn't talk about it, and it's been a year. So we went to Las Vegas last year, Cy and I. We went together for a few days, and like on the Sunday morning, uh, we uh, put some wagers on – I think I had a wager on the Texans in a game um, that they ended up like coming from behind and winning, I believe. And uh, – and we went to Red Rock Canyon because we wanted to go there to that. That's uh, not a national park. It's like a national reserve or state park. I don't know what it is. Um, but anyway, we drove out to Red Rock Canyon and we went there. Huge fucking line because it was a beautiful like Sunday morning in you know January. Huge fucking line to get in. Like huge line where we were in line for like probably an hour to get into Red Rock Canyon. So I'd been there before. So I had not been there before. And Cy was driving, as I recall. And... I was like, oh, let's pull off over here and walk on this trail. And so I was like, no, there'll be more trails. And I was like, I don't know. Let's pull off. And he's like, no, it'll be fine. So we drive and it's like, it's a fairly big like park. Um, And we pull out, we we got out at a certain point and like looked at some views and stuff, but we didn't get out like a walking trail. And then we're like coming back and I'm like, I think you missed all of the trails. And I don't think there's a way to loop back without waiting in line and paying again. Uh, and he was like, no, well, it'll be fine. And then we literally drove all the fuck. We did a whole big fucking circle and then left. And so I was like, oh shit, I guess there's nowhere we can, we can't go for a hike now. <laughs> this this <laughs> is why I don't, this is one, one reason why I don't like being friends with you because <laughs> I completely forgot about that and you waited a fucking year and, and now you're talking about it. And now I feel like an asshole all over again. It was really funny. I wasn't even mad. I was just like, you fucking <laughs> That's your fault, though. You know what? You should never let me do any navigating or driving. Like, <laughs> Well, lesson learned. My yeah. Man. 
I'm never letting you do any navigating or driving again when we're going for a hike. We were, no, we're Jesus, Jesus, like, Jesus we were is like, my oh, navigator. We were both like, we'll go for like a three or four mile hike. It'll be great. We'll get some exercise. We'll like, we were both excited about it. And then it just, we would have just turned back if there was no line, but we're like, we're not going to wait in a line for another fucking hour. You know what I mean? It was just a disaster. You know, I had just had a Gordon Ramsay burger. It gave me gas. I didn't, I didn't want to <laughs> fart on the trail, you know? It was all a plan. That was the least of your concerns was farting on the trail that day. <laughs> I had a mustache at that point, too. You did have a weird mustache. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, you were doing a lot of stuff. Uh, we had a great time, though. That was a fun trip. And speaking of Las Vegas, I did book a trip to return to Las Vegas back in... Uh, I booked it like two weeks ago to return in um, mid-October. Hmm. My invite must have got lost in the mail. Do you have well, my new I put address, it on, Chad? I put it on the internet that anyone who wants to come is welcome to join uh, me. I'm going with my wife. So I, you know, I won't. Be I would spending... love to go to Las Vegas with you and your wife. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to spend every minute of the day with you or with her, for that matter. She doesn't love gambling, wow. but um, it's going to be our first like trip away from our both of our kids. For so why would you invite parties. other people? What's wrong with you? You're just because to... we're we're going to have other people there. She's going to have other friends out there too. We're all going to just like you know do whatever. But the point is, uh, this winter is going to be tough for a variety of reasons. There's still probably a few more months until we get get vaccinated. I would guess that. Uh, that'll happen hopefully. No, you can get vaccinated now. They they extended the guidelines so anyone 65 and over can get vaccinated. So you you're should right, be able to right. get yours register. soon. I got to register. You're right. Um, but yeah, I hope by like May, June, we can get vaccinated. That would be my hope. And I, I think that that will probably be in line with when it is available to people who want it, if I had to guess. Hmm. So, um, you know, and it's refundable. You know, we didn't book airfare yet. We just booked hotels. Did but, you use Hotels.com? No, no. I booked directly through Caesars. So we booked uh, Nobu at Caesars, um, which is a really nice hotel. I've never stayed there before. always wanted to. It's like 200 bucks a night right now. So it's not that expensive uh, considering. And um, Well, with all the money you saved on your room, you'll be able to get your own chauffeur. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um, but anyway... It's, it's going to be a great trip. So we're looking forward to that, just to have something to look forward to. And, you know, again, if everything is complete shit and the, there's still no vaccines available, obviously we will not go. But um, but we're looking for it should be a lot of fun. So if you yeah. want to go to that with your new wife and make that your your first honeymoon of many, I would say you should. I, I don't think that my wife would want to go on a joint trip for our honeymoon. Well, it's not but a joint trip. You're not. I'm not going to spend every minute with you. I'm telling you right now. You're the last time we went to Las Vegas, we spent one night in a room together. Yeah, we're not doing that again. And also, I'm not going to spend every minute with you. And also, there's going to be large swaths of time where I'm alone. That's that's all of my conditions. That of seems going like to Las a really Vegas. weird way to go on vacation, Chid. Mm-mm, mm-mm, not in Las Vegas. I like to be alone to gamble. I just want to go find my tables, hang out, gamble alone. Not like I want to interact with strangers, but not people I know. <laughs> I don't want anyone to tell me that they need me to do anything. <laughs> Strangers might tell you they need you to do something, though. Like, they don't. Hold my place. Yeah, hold my they, place. Yeah, they say that sort of stuff, and that's fine. I'm happy to. But here's the thing. I'm a big-time introvert for the most part, and says the podcast host. <laughs> um, but I, I don't I don't really like uh, interacting with, like, strangers at all. But when I'm in Las Vegas. I have so much fun with strangers. I don't know why. Do you remember uh, that dude who gave me a beer? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Zai and I were walking. We walked from uh, the Hotel California to uh, Main Street Station, and some very nice guy was like, "He was like, there's a video poker machine in there, and there's like a jackpot that's like five grand, and I I keep playing it, and I'm gonna hit it, and I, I just got to keep trying." And we were like, "What?" And we we're like, "Okay." 
and he told us his whole life story, and he just gave Sai a beer for <laughs> just he, he for opened, listening. It was an unopened beer that he was like, "Here, you want this?" It was very kind. It was very kind. Yeah, there's, I mean, that hotel. I in general, I, I love that uh, California hotel casino in uh, in downtown. Same thing for Main Street Station. I really like that one too. Although I don't like the face down blackjack they play there though yeah. like old western style that's not my favorite version of the game it's like that scene in uh vegas vacation where they're they're playing uh rock paper scissors it's not like that i would say because it's still a card game but yes my see it's funny because my wife actually gets upset with me because she's a little more introverted when it comes to strangers and i talk to strangers everywhere i go which is probably not a good thing but i've been doing it since i was a little kid and uh, so Whenever we go out, uh, usually I tell people, you know, my life story. We went to buy a mattress and I I was like, oh, yeah, well, we don't want to wait too long. So we're going to go to Lowe's and then we'll be back. And she's like, you could have just said we'll be back. You don't you don't have to give them all that information. I was just like, I don't know. And then we were with my grandmother recently and my grandmother told a story about how I was talking to a stranger about something. Uh, And my wife was just like, I'm not surprised that you've been doing this since you were a child. Yeah, I am going to just hang out with your wife. You can hang out with my wife. It'll be great because you and my wife will both talk to every stranger (laughs) and me and your wife will look at each other and laugh silently and exchange no words. It'll be great. I get along well with your wife. Your wife's wonderful. Yeah, I get along well with your wife too. I I think she's great. I I don't know what she's doing with you, but (laughs) that's another question completely. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to punch down. (laughs) (laughs) She's punching down? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Just like that uh, recycle bin that's full of unbroken down cardboard boxes. <laughs> He's punching down in the marriage. I Listen, I'm very manly and I used a sawzall to cut her blinds in half. I didn't know where that was going when you said I used a sawzall to cut her and then you got to blinds in half. I don't know, man. I Something tells me your love of John Wayne Gacy is infecting other aspects of your life. He didn't cut people apart. He just buried them in his basement. Yeah. I don't even have a basement, Chid. He didn't have a basement either. It was actually like a, it was like a crawl space. Our John Wayne Gacy expert over here. I, you're a John Wayne Gacy expert. Am I? Because clearly I know I just you gave are, you but what am I? Misinformation. I know you are, but what am I? Oh, good. I know you are, but what am I? Thank you, Pee Wee. I love that Pee Wee. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that's that's what's going on. That's what's going on. I uh, when I labeled the the schedule for this, I put shooting the breeze with old Chitty. Yeah, that's. I don't know what you mean by labeled the schedule. Well, typically when I we have a guest, when when you're scheduling things eight months in advance for me, yeah. I like to put what the topic is so I, I can see. lightly prepare. Yeah. Yes. Would you say I got I got you now? What would you say is the best thing that happened to you over? Because we haven't recorded in ooh, almost a month, right? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. So uh, the last time, what's the best thing that's happened to you over the last month? Um. I, I mean, I moved into my house. Uh, my my wife got her license. We're, to kill. Yeah, to kill. My days are numbered, Chid. Well, she's got to punch down. I think. Yeah. She's going to ground and pound you to death. Yep. <laughs> if you my wife's any, training for MMA now. Have you watched any combat videos on YouTube lately? <laughs> I can't say that I have. Because I've been watching the Science of Fighting videos and uh, for a thing I'm writing for research. And uh, I'm learning a lot about the science of fighting. Like, I know about the visceral reactions of fighting, but the science of fighting, oh boy, am I learning about fight science. The sweet science? That's what they they call boxing, right? That is what they call boxing, yes. 
yeah, I'm learning about the Marcus de Queensberry and the Marquise de Lands Angela Lansbury. Okay. And um, what about what about Hoist Gracie? The Gracie School of Fighting. Are you learning about that? I haven't learned about Hoist Gracie. Okay. Have you learned about Horse Man? Horse the Band? No, Horace Man. No, I don't know who Horace Man. I I know Horace Grant. You know Jackson Man? Jackson Pollock. You know the Jackson Man School for the Blind? Nope. I'm not familiar with that. It was a music venue where DIY shows were in Alston uh, like 15 years ago. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. I saw Against Me there. Hmm. Uh, And I saw Blood Brothers there with Against Me. I saw another show there too. That Against Me show ended after like four songs because there were so many. They had no like regulations there. And there were so many people that literally someone like broke the drummer's bass drum. Like someone stood on it and smashed it. And I've I've never seen Against Me. I've seen Laura Jane Grace. I saw her do a performance at a AT&T store. Yeah, I was not the biggest. I was there mostly to see Blood Brothers, truth be told. Uh, But uh, I the four songs were great. They were great. And uh, Laura Jane Grace, great good great live show it would have been great to see them play for like an hour but they played for 18 minutes i just checked out the record she put out uh, in 2020 it was pretty good i I didn't give it a listen in 2020 though yeah yeah i i haven't listened there's a lot of records that came out last year that i didn't listen to and like i was reading over people's year-end lists and realizing that there were some things that i missed did you check mine out but you didn't didn't see her i didn't see her dumb bullshit thank you What, what did you put on twitter yeah yeah, I, I'll I'll look at. It. I'm sure it's full of like pug mouth and pug mouth blood eater and <laughs> boil lancer like bands with names like that. Yeah, how's the new boil lancer? Uh, it's not as good as pug mouth. <laughs> I like pug mouth better. Mm-hmm. You would. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's that's another thing that's happening. Um, what was, was your gonna- favorite record of 2020? Oh, well, if you listen to to the episode that came out today, you'll hear it. It's in the ad at the beginning of the episode. My favorite record of 2020 was the record Big Bad by the band Mansions, a band that I've tried aggressively to get on this show, and they will not return my calls. (laughs) You you called them? That's why. People don't talk on the phone anymore, Chase. I keep calling them. I keep being like, Chris, answer your goddamn phone. Robin, (laughs) answer your phone. Chris, answer your phone. You probably show up as spam risk. (laughs) not just spam spam risk that's yes. what your phone says when you get a spam call spam risk yeah is that because your calls are all from people who are playing risk that want to spam you about risk yes okay. no yeah. i just i everyone who calls me is telling me about an extended warranty on a car that i haven't had in four years oh five yeah. years that, i get a lot of that uh and because my phone number is still a rhode island phone number i get a lot of calls from like block island and stuff like, nice. these these are not real and you answer because you're like oh I, I must know someone from block island <laughs> i'm like man i gotta sail away on that block island ferry sail away on the block island ferry go leave your troubles behind what's the next line sail away block island's the way to uh Come with me to Block Island. I got my official Rhode Island Tough Guy license today. Whoa. It's funny that after uh, so long, I mean, there was a time when in the last handful of years before I moved to Philly, of course, I exchanged my Rhode Island Tough Guy license for a Massachusetts license a while back. And you've exchanged your longtime Mass license for a Rhode Island license. You know, the Uh, only only documentation I had from 
my Rhode Island existence until most recently when I purchased the home here was my birth certificate because I was born here, but I didn't have any other sort of document. You were born there. You never get out. Never fucking escape. That's the way it goes. I'm back now. Bucket of crabs. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wish you all the best there. And honestly, I mean, I would be lying if I said my wife and I weren't considering moving out of Philly and settling down into a much larger house for, uh, you know, uh, more money, but not so much more money. And there's a way to do that in Rhode Island. There sure is. Uh, but that's, that's why, that's why I made the move here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we're going to move to where you live, you know, but what, uh, wait, 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 wait. Because I know what. What are you trying to say about where I live? Well, I don't want to be a victim of your fucking murder, BTK bullshit in your crawl space, buddy. So, <sighs> Chid, you can't murder people you're close to. It has to be stranger, stranger shit. You know, that's completely the opposite of everything I know about murder and most murders. Yeah, that that's happen. why you're not a murderer because you don't know <laughs> enough about it. <laughs> I'd love for you to be a detective. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this uh, guy was murdered. Uh, we think it was his business partner. Nope, you can't murder someone you're close to. <laughs> well, he well, owed his business partner like a million dollars. No, no, no. Nope. Rule that out. <laughs> Just throw that away. It's got to be some random stranger. We have to find a random stranger. Yep. That's yep. Cy as a detective. <laughs> detective Cy. Oh, it's a good time. Yeah, I don't know. We're we're looking to move somewhere maybe in the summertime. Huh. To- well, do you want a hand moving? No, no, no. Good, because I don't want to help. You shouldn't. It's, it's you didn't help me move. move. No, I sure didn't. I mean, you didn't cool. even offer. Sorry. Eat shit. You yeah, didn't even offer. Gonna, with what time am I going to help you move? Listen, just because I, you're I just married, you, I and just have wired two- you. Excuse me. I just wired you three hundred dollars. Did I not? Yeah, th- that three hundred dollars that I technically won as the winner of the <laughs> football league. If you count all the real points, I was the winner. <laughs> but you. I generously gave you that $300, the winnings from that league. Generously. Generously. Did I have to? Yes. No, I did not. There's no (laughs) law that says I have to. There's a giant rule book that you put together that says you have to. Nothing in those 27 pages says the commissioner has to pay the person that crowns himself the winner. (laughs) I didn't crown myself anything. There's no... Check the rule book. There's no rule that says that. There's also no rule that says all of the legal points have to be counted. But (laughs) that's how I can make up the rules and ratify them. It's a democracy, except for when it's wartime. And then it's a plutocracy. You're going to be the first commissioner to get impeached twice. (laughs) Well, listen. Listen to me, buddy. I generously sent you that $300, did I not? You sent me $300. That's correct. So the answer is yes. So use that money and buy movers next time. Buy them. (laughs) Chid, all I'm saying is that I thought that we were closer friends than you you do. Did you help me move to this house? No. N- no, you didn't. I Not offered. Nope. Nope. I offered. You, I said, Chid. You know who did help me move to this house? My friend John. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> He's strong and he has tools. <laughs> <laughs> he is strong. That's true. Well, that's one thing. When I describe John to people, because I also know John, uh, I, I'm like, yeah, he's strong. He's strong and he has tools. It was very helpful to have him here. I didn't have tools then. At that point. But I do now. It was a great help to have him around. Now I also have tools. So, And I'm very strong if you need someone with strong legs. I don't know. It's, it's a weird... <laughs> Sorry. The only people I, I need help from are people with not broken dicks. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Well... 
yeah, I uh, I don't know. So we'll see what happens with that. That's one of our goals for this year. Let's talk about goals for this year. What are your goals for this year, Cy? I don't know. 2020 was kind of a high, high mark for me. I got a lot accomplished. That's um, the fucking this guy. You just got to be contrary about everything. No, oh, no. So a high mark for me. Everything went great for me personally. Oh, I'm doing great. Oh, 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 my friend's dick's broken, but that's not my concern. Oh. If you can't be happy for me, Chit, that's your problem. Uh, so my, I think my goal for, for 2021 uh, would be to pay off a quarter of what's remaining on my student loan. That's my goal for the year. Mm, mm. That's a good goal. That's your one goal? Yeah. You don't have any other goals? Like you want to read more? No. Okay. You don't have any other goals? Like you want to watch more movies? Oh, we started a show yesterday. What show? Oh, uh, Peaky Blinders. Okay. Yeah. 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 Have you seen it? I have not seen it, but I know that everyone talks like this. Well, I'm the Peaky fucking Blinders. Yeah. I've got to get you, get hit you in the fucking head and we'll stab you with a fucking knife. Yeah. yeah True or false? That checks out. See, uh, people are very impressed by my British accents and not, a- you notice I say accents, not accent, because mm. I have multiple British accents that I will pull out at a moment's notice. Uh, show me the difference between one and the other. Well, one and the other, excuse me. I said multiple, not two. Okay. So Sh- I can do a British accent that's like this. Where I, uh, So this is my British accent where I'm trying to sound like a hooligan is what I'm, I sound like this. I'm like, I'm going to take you out of fucking time and beat you fucking senseless, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Morris, he thinks he can fucking tell me how to live in my fucking country. <laughs> That's one. Okay. Two is like this. Hello, hello. Oh, my name is Governor Shaw. I like to drive my taxi. Nope, that's not a word they would say. I like to drive my lift around London. That one sounds more Australian. Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Number three is like this. Are you an Are you an English mime? Did you get that one? It was very subtle. You're an English mime. Yeah, I was being someone who can't speak. Oh, like nice. who doesn't speak aloud. But yeah. I, I was typing. Did, okay. did you see what I typed to you? I, I did not. I just sent you a text message. Check your phone. Don't text me. Well, I'm I'm trying to record a podcast. What are you crazy? Well, I texted you. That, I texted you as someone who is British. <laughs> you you got to go look at it. Did you see it? Pissing then getting online. No, that's that's. I sent oh, you that before okay. we recorded. Okay. Uh, bullocks. Okay. Yep. That checks out. That's a. It's British. <laughs> there you go. See? Thank you. That's how you do three different British accents. Do you have a fourth? Uh, please don't DM me. <laughs> so do you have any other goals for this year you, do you want to watch more movies uh no i mean i I'm, do you want to watch more porn no has that ever been anyone's goal is that sleeves goal i don't i don't think sleeves could watch more porn <laughs> i'd say that he he has unlocked that achievement over and over again <laughs> uh i've been doing some writing uh, so I'd, I'd like to continue working on on my other podcast. So I've been I've been doing some research and writing for that. Do so that's have, a goal as well. So you don't have any book related goal. You're not like I'm going to read five books this year. Uh, I've I've actually already finished three quarters of a book since the beginning of the year. So. Great, good, yeah. good, 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 good. It's good. a book on tape, but I'm still trying to. Yeah, get that counts. Hey, yeah. that's good. I like that. You have any any other personal goals you're working towards this year? Nope. Okay, fair enough. 
What about you, Chid? Because you seem very, very, uh, very intrigued by what I got going on. What What are your goals this year, Chid? Watch more porn. Uh, have a dick that works. Uh, those two probably go hand in hand. Uh, are they mutually exclusive? They're not mutually. Ex- no, they're not mutually exclusive. They go dick in hand. Like those. <laughs> those two. They they're tied together quite nicely. Um, you, wait, you tied your dick to your hand? No comment. Uh, that. By the way, uh, let me just Google something real quick. How did the guy from Kung Fu die? <laughs> No, that's auto erotic asphyxiation. Dude, that's when you tie is uh, what definitely auto erotic. We had a whole episode where we talked exclusively about that. Okay, that's oh, okay, good, good, good. That's not when you tie your dick to your hand. Yep, I'm no. fine. It's You're good. Uh, no, my goals for this year are uh, first and foremost is I need to do more writing. I didn't do really jack shit from the time COVID hit till the time COVID continued hitting all year. <laughs> Uh, it just, I didn't get any of the writing done that I need to get done for a variety of reasons. My life became very hectic and very busy. And also, um, I just didn't make time for it. And it was a thing that I want to make more time for, uh, obviously this year, because I don't want to have a year where I'm just completely standing still on that stuff. Um, so I've done quite a bit of that already to start off the, year. uh, it's felt good to get back into this one. So you're back in the writing saddle. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my other things that I've been working on are, uh, I am going to make this podcast. So I don't know if you know this, but we are right now the number 114th highest rated podcast in Thailand, a uh, highest rated comedy podcast in Thailand. Hmm. Did you know that? Are, I didn't. Are there podcasts that are lower than 114? Yes. Yeah. No, like that's for real. We've made the top 200 charts of comedy podcasts in Thailand. I don't know how we did that. I do. How? Rasputin method. He's not in Thailand. Yeah, but wasn't he like close enough where if he listened to us there, like that's we'd get a listen there? He's not there now, but No, he is in Wait, Arizona. Is You're it rub of... rub dirt in it? <laughs> you don't know who any of the people who've been on the show are. These are people from the internet who I literally know their their <laughs> handle and that's it. You've had an hour long conversation with them. You don't know who they are. It's Do you know crazy. how many people we've had on the show? Yeah, a lot. It's fine. A lot. We've had a lot of people. We've had like sixty people on the show. 60 random internet people, and you expect me to know where one You know who Redis is? Yeah, because he text messages me because he's a, a friend. This fucking guy thinks he's so good. Um, was no, it Rub, Rub Dirt and it lived in Thailand? He lived all over the place. He was only in Thailand for like a couple weeks, though. I don't yeah, but I mean, it doesn't take much to get on those those comedy podcast uh, well, charts. I'd like to get us from one, 116 in Thailand to number 95 one. in Thailand. So Okay. Our Thai audience, if you're out there, I love you. I also love you. Let me just look up how to say I love you in Thai. Hang on. How to say I love you in Thai. Uh, Sean Rakun. Sean Rakun. I hope we're saying that right. Yeah, I hope so too. Uh, Sian. Maybe it's C. Maybe it's Sian Rakun. Sian Rakun. I'm going to let you do the Thai. And I'll, okay. sti- I'll stick to what I'm good at. Which is mumbling? Yep. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, getting up to number 95 in Thailand, that's big in comedy. Because, honestly, like, they don't need Conan O'Brien there. They don't need Comedy Bang Bang. They don't need Mark Marin. They need us. They need Rounding Down. They do need Rounding Down. Yes. Chid, uh, yeah. has anyone, since 2021 hit, has anyone told you to fuck off yet? Uh, I don't know. Why? I was hoping I could be the first. Fuck off, Chid. 
Thanks. Uh, my goal is to not have anyone else tell me to fuck off all year. <laughs> Good luck. Thanks. Uh, yeah. And my, I'll tell you is, uh, this year I, uh, I would like to, uh, I'd like to do more healthy stuff and exercise and like to exercise even more mm. and hopefully get even more yeast infections on my dick. I was going to say, make sure you put an adequate barrier between your dick and your Peloton. If yeah. you're going to exercise more. It, I don't think you, it wasn't between my, my dick and my Peloton. It was the, my dick and my boxers. Is the you box. should never put your dick in your Peloton. You don't, it's hard to put it in a Peloton because a Peloton's like, in, it's like, that's like saying don't put your dick in a, uh, in a plate. It doesn't make sense. Well, I don't have a Peloton, Chid. I don't have the kind of money you, you have, so how would I know? I'm, you know, I just, it's rude of you to assume that I can afford a Peloton. Anyone can afford a Peloton for a low monthly payment of $68 a month. <laughs> not 69 Not I 70 68. I think it's like 68 and the classes are like 44 or something. 44 per class or 44 no, a, month. a month? It's like the Peloton is like you can get like a – it's like a two and a half year $68 a month thing with no money down or something like that. Um, it's weirdly – they've tried to make it more th- – because initially when they first came out, they were not affordable at all. I remember because I knew – one person who was like in sales that had one and he bought it for 10 grand because you could only buy it like whole and he was the only person i knew who had it he's a psychopath is it curtis <laughs> weenus no 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 he's the only one i can i know no, who can person i knew one. in real life and he um he had one in like 2013 or something like way back in the and uh it was like 10 8 to 10 grand he, he bought one because he was like oh, i gotta get healthy and um you know so anyway but i think when they introduced the financing that was to try to make it more approachable for most people yeah and monthly payments are you don't want to have a ton of monthly payments obviously because like everything seems approachable with monthly payments like the way that they do for cell phones now where it's like yeah buy a new cell phone you don't actually need to pay for it except for it's going to make your cell phone bill go up by 48 dollars a month or what you know what i mean right like it seems good but then also when you have like you know if you're just adding an extra bill every month that's also not a great way if you're already like maxed out or overstretched but um but yeah, I don't know. It's it's not it's not actually impossibly expensive. Uh, Is anymore. one of your goals to also get a smart mirror so you can watch yourself work out? I would uh, shit. I would just be oh, I would just watch myself. <laughs> All right. No, I don't. I don't want to look at myself. In fact, even just seeing my reflection on the Peloton screens and up. So <laughs> that's not the thing. Uh, I have no one. That. I don't know who that's for. Uh, I didn't know that you could see yourself. I, I wouldn't want to see myself working. Well, out you can. Either. I mean, the screen's black. You know, it's just because it's a, a screen. Like you can see your oh. own reflection. I wouldn't know. I don't have a Peloton. So. <laughs> anyway, um, well, I, I'll, I'll just say I think this year we have a lot of things in store for the show. We would like to uh, kind of keep rolling along, get more guests into the fold. I would like to have more um, if we can accommodate having a more diverse guest uh, list. I would think that would be great. Um, I know that's always a goal. Like inclusion is important and everything. I completely agree with that. The problem is there are – I've been witness to many uh, forms of media that are like, we're going to be more inclusive and then have promptly closed because they've been like, we don't know any people of color. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, that's not good. Um, so I don't want to be the fool that plays that game. Uh, but I will say that we we should um, – you know, we need to get more uh, – especially more uh, female-identifying guests and uh, – and, or, you know, more uh, people of color on the show. Yeah, that's that's a good goal to have. We also need more celebrities. So um, <laughs> if you are a uh, celebrity, person of color, and a woman, uh, please come on the show. 
Yes, all three of those things. So Halle Berry, you're welcome on the show. Tracy Chapman. Tracy Chapman, we'd love to have you. Uh, AOC, please come on the show. We'd, we'd love to talk to you. Ayanna Presley, not size representative anymore, but you can come on the show. Yeah, they, they took the buzzers out of their office. Didn't they? I saw that. That should be a bigger news story than it <laughs> <She> really should. <laughs> I, it's a real inside job shit there. Uh, I Why do I feel like we're going to be reading a book about this after the FBI's investigation is done in like 18 months that is horrifying and uh, really uh, indicts a lot of people? <laughs> I saw a, a video on CNN today of a woman who had a bullhorn who was literally like reading instructions on how to get to specific places for people that had broken into the Capitol. I'm just like, there's no, there's no way this wasn't like an inside situation. Mm, 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 mm. You heard it here first, folks. I said 9-11 was an inside job. Yep. Uh, are we going to look back on that and call it 1-6? Is that going to be the thing? Because that's a stupid name for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Should we call it Trump Coop? Trump Coop. Trump Coop. <laughs> Hashtag uh, Trump Coop. Which I know is pronounced coup, but it's funny to call it a what, Trump coup. What about Deku Trump? Ooh, that's good. How about if we call it uh, uh, Tro Don Trodon Coupage? <laughs> yeah, let's call it that. What are we calling it again? Don Coupage. Don Coupage. Okay. How about if we call it Kudo, like Cujo? <laughs> you know how when. <laughs> documentary about michael jackson came out the the uh, bbc one like in 2001 or two or something or 2000 something like that and they did the profile of michael jackson it was like when it was first identified that like he was sleeping with kids in his bed and stuff do you remember that vaguely yeah this is long before obviously leaving neverland or whatever it's called which i didn't right. see yet um but anyway, this is a BBC documentary that came out that was like the first like public indictment of him while he was still alive. And uh, it was a huge news story for like it – was, it was major box office, we'll just say, for like a month. And then people forgot about it or chose to ignore it. And then he died and everyone's like, oh, we love him, which is weird. But anyway, when this came out, there was a headline, I think, in the New York Post that said, Jacko is wacko. And I was like, nice. you can't just make up a nickname for him. His name's, him. Not, his name's not ja – Jack. no one has ever called him Jacko before. I think I've seen that before, though. Like, I, I've seen, like, in the tabloids and stuff like that, they would call him Jacko. That's insane. You can't just make up a nickname for a rhyme. That, like, you know mm. what I mean? Like, you, you can't be like, uh, like, if I were, if I were like, uh, you know. Chainsaw chip. If I was like, if I was writing a headline for the, for the post and I was like, the big screw does a big coup. <laughs> referring to Donald Trump as the big screw. It's like, that's not know. his nickname. I think that's kind of cool, though. <laughs> you just call him the big screw for the rhyme? Yeah. I think you're on to something. I think that your your stance on it has turned into now, I think, that you need to make up I should just start making for. up nicknames for people yeah. <laughs> to make headlines? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's good. So if I if I were like uh so like the James Harden trade happened today. So if I was if I was gonna report that today, I'd be like uh I'd be like uh uh Weird Beard joins Team Clear. I don't know. Yep. You'd call yep, them Team that Clear. Was, that was perfect. I'd be like uh Taco Bell. No, James Harden smell. <laughs> He, James Harden looks like the person, the like only person who looks like they enjoyed and indulged in the holidays more than I did is James Harden. <laughs> and 
And yeah. Props I, to I, him. I saw eight. Because does he do Taco Bell commercials? I don't know, man. I don't know what he's doing. Someone someone made a joke that I saw today about him actually eating all the fourth meal. Uh, yeah, he's doing a lot of stuff. He, he. Uh, I mean, you know, it again... I'm more power to him. He's still a world class athlete, well, and I'm he, sure he can lose I, forty pounds in a matter of weeks. During I feel the like he was purposely eating his way out of Houston anyway, trying to get traded, and like I'm sure he'll lose that really quickly. But it's not even just that because like Luka Doncic also looks like he's definitely put on weight in the off season, and they, these guys didn't actually know that the, when the season was going to start. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they just wrapped like. You know, I'm sure there's some – it's cyclical, and I'm sure that for most of these dudes, it's like, ah, oh, my season ended in May or April or whatever, and the season doesn't restart till October. So it's like you get like a couple months usually where it's – they probably spend two months where they're like, all right, I'm not going to work out every single day. I'm just going to do my like maintenance stuff and before I get back into the swing of it. And it's like, well, the season ended six weeks ago, and these dudes are coming right back. So I can't in, blame any of them for being a little out of shape. In fairness, there's no way he could have known the season was going to start when he went to that strip club event like a couple days before the, day the before. season started. Yeah, there's no way he could have known. I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the weight gain, obviously. But Yeah, Yeah, well, they had snacks at the the event that he didn't wear a mask at, that he at caused the, the team to yes, have to postpone. Have All huh? strip clubs have wings. It's yep. called Wings and G-Strings. It's called... You can't just make up a snack name for an event, Jid. It's called Steak Bash and lots of... Oh, God. (laughs) You gotta edit some of this. Oh, my God. It's called Skittles and Tittles. (laughs) Much better. Let's wrap this bad boy up. We have another great year of this terrible podcast coming, so... First sigh for myself. Do you have anything to plug this week? Uh, just make sure that you're careful about who you're voting for as your representative because we've seen a lot of uh, really cowardly uh, representatives in the last week and a half or so. So Sai's point is, be careful who you vote for in two years at the soonest when the next election is. Yes. Got it. Cool. Yep. Plant that yep. seed early. Uh, it's, it's important. Gotcha. My plug is going to be for uh, listen to our boys, the Friendsmen. They have a great show. It just gets better and better. Uh, Nate recently moved to Las Vegas. He's a Vegas guy now. That's why you're going to Las Vegas. You want to interview him as a new co-host. That's not why. I want to go hang out with him as a new friend. Uh, Okay. He seems like he'd be a good person to hang out with. He's the best. Um, all the everyone we've met in this online community is great. What a great group. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I'm I'm plugging the friends and listen to that podcast wherever podcasts are sold. Uh, so for Sai, for myself, for uh James Harden, and for uh the big screw who did a big coup. Fuck you, see there. Skill. Rounding Down is produced by Chid. Music by Corey Major. Artwork by Cy Fierre. This was a Buzzcast Network production. Wow.